came in hot to start this episode. We're going to try to come in hot, even though I'm very tired. I'm just going to speak for myself. I'm John Chippehill. And I am Sheldon Alexander. And the, if the people only knew behind the scenes what we need to do to get this podcast to y'all, you would appreciate it so much more. And it's okay, because we understand that nobody cares about what happens other than the end product. And I get that. And I understand that. But the reality is we out here, we out here working. Um, and so, hey, we're able to squeeze in. I, I think I probably got like 40 minutes here to squeeze in Let's here and, and talk some challenge because it was another pretty solid episode for the most part, I'll say. Episode 12. I had, I mean, it's sort of the nature of the podcast, but I've got some takes from this Let's episode. R- right off the hop. So they get back to the house after Kyle has won and switched to Sapphire, better known as CT's team, Uncle CT's house. Sounds creepy now that I say it out loud. And Nelson immediately gets in Kyle's face. I was surprised. Like, were you surprised that Nelson, like, because we'd seen that clip before. I thought it was going to be further down the line, but it was like, from the job. Yeah, I thought definitely it would have been because something else had taken place other than just Kyle switching teams. But I guess what I didn't realize and hearing you, I guess you didn't realize either was I guess Nelson thinks him and Kyle are boys and he would have preferred. This is the classic trait that we see all the time where people want a heads up. Right. And so Nelson yeah. would have preferred a heads up from Kyle that, hey, if you were going to trade teams, at least give me the heads up. Let me know about it. Like I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be as upset. But we're boys. We have a relationship. At least give me a heads up. And he didn't get that. And so he's not happy. I have to say, I'm like 90% in Kyle's camp on this. Yeah. Be- because first of all, um, he didn't necessarily know he was going in because I don't think Ed knew who he was going to call down, right? Like we were both talking about, we, you and I went on at length on last week's episode of you killed it, that Ed clearly didn't have a plan. The second thing is for weeks, Kyle has been saying, I want on team Sapphire. I want to be with CT. Like this was not a surprise to to the viewers, I mean, we have the confessionals and Nelson doesn't, but it's not like Kyle was subtle about his desires. And perhaps most importantly, Kyle has to make decisions for Kyle. Yeah. He doesn't, it doesn't make you a snake if you're just putting yourself first. And like Ashley says it, like in confessional, that's the name of the game. Like, yeah. you got to be looking out for number one. And Nelson's upset. I mean, I guess he was heated, but like in that moment. And then like, I understand maybe he should have been like, oh, by the way, Nelson, like if this happens, I'm going to go in. But like, that's a pretty minor thing. Yeah, totally. And I think Nelson blew it out of proportion. I think it's maybe the first time this season that we've seen Nelson kind of revert back to the Nelly that we've seen in prior seasons. Like, I feel like this year he's been very calm and cool, even during, if you go back to the start of the season with the Ashley and Berna stuff, like he's still pretty calm and cool throughout that. Um, Mm. Here, there's definitely a line that gets crossed where they both now turn into the tough guy, hold me back, 
you know, like, okay, let's fight now, even though we know you don't really want to fight. Um, and then it becomes ridiculous, but yeah. And Kyle's egging it on. Cause that's what Kyle's going to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Kyle, Kyle can do whatever he wants, right? Like he's well within his rights to switch teams to whatever team he wants to. And I also think that Nelson shouldn't be that mad about switching off that team and going to Corey's team. Right. Like, I don't think the teams yeah. are that far off as they keep making it out to be. But I agree. And in some respects, the team Nelson just went on to is a better fit. First of all, he's with his guy, mm-hmm. Corey. They're best friends. They're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We see at that point, Emmy is on the team. And Emmy is one of the better women left mm-hmm. in the house. You know, it's Logan seems like a good guy. He's trying hard. Big T, like, it's not that bad a situation. Yeah. No, for sure. I will say, Corey came off really well in this scene. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, Corey was calm and cool, taking it all in. Um, but that's, you know, again, Corey and Nelson have figured out ways to balance each other out this season, which has been funny. Uh, so that theme continued. The one thing I would say, though, is, I know CT doesn't really like his name being brought up that much by Kyle, (laughs) right? Like CT already has a bit of a target on his back and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. The more that Kyle's like, of course I'd want to be on CT's team, right? And run the final and blah, blah, blah. But apparently everybody wants to be on CT's team because then we get him an Emmy, right? And this I found kind of weird because it was basically CT coaching her to go down and try to come back so that she could switch teams, which I think is like bad advice. Like if you're telling someone, Hey, go and put yourself into an elimination. I don't care what the scenario is. That's not good advice. And he did kind of like backtrack on it. Right. And say, Oh, I don't want to make it seem like, but it's like, it's not about seeming like you are telling her to go into the elimination to try to switch teams. Like, did you find that as weird as I did? I do find it weird, and it's also all based off of the premise that they're running the final as teams. And there is no evidence to suggest that's going to be the case. We have no idea. Absolutely. Maybe it is. Maybe they do run it as Mm -hmm. teams. But maybe they don't. We just don't know. Um, Then you have Amanda, Ashley, and Josh. Sorry. Sorry. Before we do that, there's one point that I want to make two points on this. First of all, I think the better advice, if you're CT, is coach her to go break up Emerald. Right? Like, it doesn't, you can make your team as good as you want. Until you break up Mm -hmm. Emerald, you got a problem. So, like, be like, okay, take out, I don't know, Big T, take out Patina, whoever you want, Emmy, and then replace uh, Casey because Casey. If you remove Casey from Emerald, it makes it. Nani's going to freak out. Josh is going to freak out. Tori might freak yep. out. They lose their best female competitor. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That that imbalances everything. I agree. That would have been a better... I think that's a stronger move. The other thing I have to point out is that CT is wearing his wedding band again. And I noticed this <laughs> last week, and I didn't get to point okay. it out. But... I just I want to know what's going on with CT because we had the impression that his marriage was done, but like, 
you know, he's showing showing his loyalty. He's showing his intention. So I'm just curious as to know what's going on. I got nothing on that one. With Chris. I, I, I got nothing on that one. I mean. Maybe our You Killed It listeners have some info about what's happening. Because I have not seen anything gossip-wise. And you know me. I love There's my also tea. something else going on with Amanda and Fessy again, I guess, or I think. I saw a tweet about yeah. it, but I didn't dive into it. They're back together. It. I didn't dive into it. Um so I apologize. They're back together. I'll do I'll do more research on it and I'll I'll make sure to bring it up next week. Um, you know, I was talking about that situation with friend of the show, uh, Rochella Valdez, mm-hmm. and you know we we're talking about how they're back together and like Amanda has it going on, right? Like she's attractive, mm-hmm. she's smart, she's funny, she has a good mm-hmm. job. If she wants to waste her time on losers, why is she going back and forth from Colorado to Florida to waste her time on Fassy? I'm sure there's losers in Colorado, right? Like, ladies, gentlemen, if you're going to waste your time on a loser, at least make it local so you're not spending time on planes. Like, we're in a pandemic, people. (laughs) Shop local with your idiots. You know what I'm saying? There's so much that I could say right now. Um, but I'll keep it PG. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, yeah, there's probably more to this than, uh, is publicly being said. I'll, I'll tiptoe around it that way. and didn't say that much. Sometimes <laughs> I was going to say something else. And then I'm like, <laughs> one of the funniest Kanye lines, <laughs> and I don't even rep Kanye anymore. And upon deeper thought, the line doesn't even make sense. But when he, he says, and I won't finish the line, but he says, I was in too deep like Mackay Fife. And <laughs> and if you know the rest of the line, you know the rest of the line. And if you don't know the rest of the line, Google it. Um, but yeah, that's just what that made me think of because sometimes we get confused, you know, and your brain gets a little cloudy and you're not thinking straight and you're making decisions that you wouldn't normally make. But yeah, before I get myself in trouble, um, I'm going to move on and, uh, sure. <laughs> the Ashley and Amanda conversation and Josh, right. They're talking and Bettina can hear this whole conversation and they're basically underestimating her. And they think that Emmy should go down and Emmy should call out Bettina. And are, are they underestimating Bettina or are they correctly estimating Bettina? So here's my thing. The reason why I say underestimating her is because. Like she's done exactly the same amount this season as Ashley has and more than Amanda. Like she already went into an elimination and won. And it's not like she looked horrible in the elimination. In fact, her and Corey would have lost if it wasn't for her. Right? Mm -hmm. Like those are just the facts. You know, everything else is like, okay, can you really say that even in daily challenges that Amanda and Ashley have been way better than Bettina? Or is that just reputation? Right? So... I mean, yeah, either way, whatever, they're dissing her hard and she can hear it. And this whole thing comes down to the strategy. And this is why people like this show so much, right? Because with all the twists, you got to be able to figure it out. So what's the best way to go about this? Ashley and Amanda, but most likely Amanda, is just trying to avoid going into the elimination, right? So they're worried about Bettina going in because they don't want Bettina to choose. They'd rather have Emmy go in and have Emmy choose Bettina. Right? Now, 
you said that you talked about Amanda and Ashley. Are they underestimating her or just properly rating her? When Emmy says that Bettina's done nothing for the challenge, that annoys me because Emmy just annoys me. Emmy's being on this show is so annoying to me. And like, I was so, actually I'll save that rant for later because that rant's going to come later. But Emmy saying Bettina has done nothing for it. And, you know, I mean, she did win an elimination, which is more than Amanda. So I found that weird, but why are they hating on Bettina or should they be hating on Bettina? I don't think they should be hating on her. I think they can correctly say that she is vulnerable Mm -hmm. And, like, from a political standpoint, like, from their position in the House, it is to their advantage for her to go in against Emmy. Wouldn't it, one might argue, and I think CT made this argument later on, isn't it to your advantage to keep her around for that moment when you might have to go into the elimination and then you can pick her to go against in the elimination? Yeah, I think, though, knowing... Amanda and Ashley, I make it sound like we're best friends. I wish. Um, but we're making it like they've probably knowing those two and also Josh, like Josh, at least I don't like him, but he thinks at least this far in advance, they've probably done the math in terms of how many weeks are left, are left that they're committed mm-hmm. to. They know that there's got to be like so many men's eliminations there's got to be so many women's eliminations. Yeah. So they probably know we just need to get rid of two more people and we've made it no, or whatever the yeah, math yeah. works out to be. So like we just got to get rid of Bettina and then like, I don't know, big mm-hmm. T and like we're in the final. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Um, what didn't make sense to me because I was trying to do the math because I know that for you killed it, we're closing in on 200 episodes. And so yeah. this is the 500th episode of the challenge. And I was trying to figure out, like, does that include, like, all of the, like, fake challenge seasons? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was trying to do the math because I was like, oh, wow. Like, we've really done, like, that much of the history of the challenge in terms of a podcast. Like, I didn't yeah. really realize. I didn't really realize that. Did that seem yeah. weird to you? Yeah, it did seem weird. Like... Because I had the exact same thought, like, okay, we're closing in our, on our 200th episode. Mm-hmm. It goes to show how the challenge used to be shorter seasons yeah. and less frequently. Because they used to do a season of the real world, pause, season of the challenge, yeah. pause. Mm-hmm. And, like, there, I mean, they've backed off of it, but there was a year where you and I did... I think like 70 episodes in a, <laughs> weekly episodes in a row and like sometimes did two episodes in a row because we'd like do an interview and they had the challenge all stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. They thanked us directly. I want to believe Sheldon that it was specifically for me and you when they're, when they went to camera to thank everyone. Like I, I really think it was specifically for Sheldon Alexander and John Chidley Hill. I had a question for you though, stemming from the 500. Okay episode what's the all-time best challenge moment in 500 episodes i think there's an obvious answer but i want i want to hear you say it like to me the backpack is obviously the thing that gets the most uh 
That's right. The most pub. But I honestly think Banana stealing the money is like okay. really up there as well. Because I didn't really think that he would do it. And normally I think that I know what's going to come or I'm like ready for the twist and the turn. And I just thought, nah, there's no way he'd actually do that. And uh, again, because to me, it's not about good or bad moment. It's just like, did it make you feel something? And for a show that does normally have a lot of twists and turns, that one was a big one. The, I agree with what you said. I would say like, for me, the bananas backpack is number one. Johnny taking the money and running is number two. And then for me, number three is CT leaving uh, Battle of the X's season two early to take DM mm-hmm. home. Right? And like, they're three very different moments, but like, to your point about Johnny taking the money and running, like, it still breaks my heart thinking of that scene. Like, when CT picks up DM to carry yeah. her. And like knowing what happened mm-hmm. to Diem, uh, yeah, I think those are the three biggest moments, and they also sort of encapsulate what it's all about, right? Like crazy physical mm-hmm. action, big political twists, and then like big feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'd also say we haven't had a big feeling like that on the show, like the CT and Diem moment, in a while. I guess the closest would be when Jordan proposed to Tori. Yeah was sort of a big emotional payoff, but we haven't, and maybe Nelson sacrificing himself so that Corey could go ahead. But I mean, there's nothing comparing to the CTDM story. For sure. No, I'm with you though. I'm with you. So Nelson is coming for that ass because, which was just a horrible choice of words by Nelson. Uh, We've got the daily competition to celebrate, I guess the 500th, uh episode Mm -hmm. and it's brush contact which personally i was disappointed was not a curling competition but i guess that's canadian and wow um (laughs) for me i really think that this challenge sounded better on paper than it did in reality yeah right because essentially like all it ends up being is one team's on defense one team's on offense uh either the guys or the girls have to start you run it to one side and then you switch and then the other part of your team tries to get it across, get the bags of money across. Um, But in actual reality, it wasn't really that entertaining at all. Like I was kind of disappointed. And at first I thought, oh, this is going to be cool. Like there were moments, like I thought, you know, Josh, the Josh stiff arm on Kyle was cool. Like I thought, you know, Corey, deking out two dudes as he said he he went back to his football days like that was pretty cool um but overall i mean well actually you know it was funny when they ganged up on big t that was pretty funny like there's some funny moments but overall in terms of like entertainment value or like you know how difficult it was for one team versus the next like i wasn't really that that hyped up about it what about you i feel like there should have been more rounds Mm -hmm. I feel like that would have helped. Yeah. Uh, one of the issues was that these teams aren't created equally. No. Right? Like the Emerald team at this point had six players to the other two teams at this point having five players each. So off the hop, 
whoever has to run offense against Emerald's defense is at a disadvantage because they have one other player. Yeah. The other thing is that um, Ruby, sure, they had three guys in Corey, Nelson, and Logan. Logan is still clearly injured. Like, they had to build their plan around him not being able Mm -hmm. to run. So I just feel like, you know, each team getting one go on offense wasn't an accurate or fair reflection. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe if they'd had Emerald have to sit out a player to even it up, or I, I don't know. I feel like we needed... And maybe, for all we know, they did do it more and it just didn't really work who knows it also wasn't clear to me so the bags that they had to carry had i wasn't clear if the ones that were worth three thousand dollars versus one thousand dollars weighed more because that also makes a difference if there's like a risk reward and they weren't clear Mm -hmm. on or is it just like one has three dollar signs on it and the other has a, a singular i I think to my understanding that was it but i don't know they also i don't think the teams really figured out the uh strategies Mm -hmm. you know like they at one point sometimes they had strategies but at one point they uh they gave like the more valuable bag to the like worst athlete. And I was like, what are you doing? Like you want to get the most valuable bag across. Like that's gotta be your priority. So it's, I don't know. It was sort of a disappointing competition. I found it disappointingly lopsided as well. The two things I will say though, and then let's move on was I was impressed with Josh and his stiff arm. And I think, think this competition showed that maybe ct is being too hard on kyle because kyle was the only one that got across the finish yeah. line for no, their kyle team. did a good job and he looked good and honestly i think kyle could have done better like he should have exploded out of the gate and he sort of like stutter stepped a little too much but it all it all worked out for him i don't know he didn't play to his speed like I. <laughs> fair enough fair enough um so as mentioned josh's team wins and it's pretty like not even close um they end up winning yet again and this is the part that is that leads more to your your point about the strategy going forward right because okay you have one team that keeps winning and instead of trying to break them up the game plan is to build up just one of the other teams so this all comes down to Bettina telling tori that hey pick me to go in because if you pick me to go in, I guarantee you that I'm not going to infiltrate your team. I'll stick to my team and that's it, which is a good game move by Bettina because it would be guaranteeing her getting to pick her partner or her partner, her opponent in the elimination instead of just probably having to go against Emmy and not having a choice. Very smart move. Now the smartest move to me was by Amanda. Oh, yeah. And Amanda gets out ahead, and she knows that Josh's team is most worried about splitting up. That's all they're worried about. And so Amanda says, okay, cool. You can put me in, but if I win, or when I win, (laughs) right, I'm going to switch your team. And it was a genius play because they can't risk it and call her bluff, 
right? And I don't even nope. know if it is calling her bluff because she probably would actually do it. Like, who knows, right? She's just focused on the money and going on a better team might help her get the money. So, you know, I thought it was just a genius play when really she's probably just trying to avoid going in. But great gameplay by Amanda. And another reminder that we talk about all the time, there's so many levels to this game. So many levels. And that was just a great Jedi mind trick that as angry as, you know, Devin was, because he's like, oh, I don't negotiate with terrorists or devils in this case, which is my line of the episode, by the way. Um, he definitely had to. And he definitely lost that negotiation, right? Like Amanda outsmarted them. Yeah. Well, this is something that I've never understood about. The, well, I, I sort of understand it, but people are always so scared to go into the layer elimination, whatever you want to call it. But if you have the confidence, like I'm going to go in and I'm going to come mm -hmm. back that, and then like make plans based off of that, that makes a huge mm -hmm. difference. And like the only person who we regularly see be like, sure, put me in, I'll be yeah. back. And then like, then mm -hmm. what? is CT, because CT knows that he can basically beat anyone in any elimination, yeah. more or less. If he's in a partner elimination, might be a different story, but if, like, one-on-one, -on -one, he's got, like, a 75% chance of winning. And, you, you know, we've seen that in the past, like, a Laurel will be like, sure, like, let's do yeah. this. <laughs> like, I've got no problem. And Jordan, to a lesser extent. But... Amanda is, you're absolutely right, so smart here, just says, yeah, sure, put me in. Here's what I will yeah. do. The one thing I'll say that I would have hoped from Bettina is if, I hope that she was lying. Like, I hope that if she went in and won, that she would have infiltrated Emeralds. Because, like, that's got to be That's a great move. question. Do you think that she was telling the truth? Do you think she would have stuck to her word? I think she was telling the truth. I think so too. And I think she was stuck to her word, but I think that's a mistake. But here's the risk. I here's think... the risk though, right? The risk is that, you know, let's say your team loses the next week or let's say they throw it the next week. Or no, well, they can't because it'd be a guy's elimination. Because so I trying yeah. to think like, is there a retribution for you if you just did the move? Do you know what I mean? What would happen? You've got, you've got two weeks for things to blow over. <laughs> And, like, there's always something that can, like, blow up and, like, take the heat mm -hmm. off of you. And um, you just can't let Emerald keep running the table. Like, that's what everyone has to be focused on now is we need to break yeah. up Emerald. Rather than build up our teams, someone has to mm -hmm. infiltrate. And, like I said, I think the move is you replace either Casey or you replace Josh yeah. because it'll elicit such a either one it elicits such an emotional reaction from josh that you're yeah. good right like because he will take the heat off of you because he'll just like lose his mind speaking of emotional um, reactions though i was gonna say amanda has another smart mm -hmm. move she gasses up at me like she's just there all that was missing was her doing the johnny banana stirring the pot right because she goes to emmy and i think like her plan was already pretty good but she was just doubling down on it right and so she fires up yeah. emmy and tells her basically that bettina wants to go against her 
and wants to go against her if it's a puzzle because she doesn't think that Emmy is good at puzzles. And Amanda's plan works to a T. But this is why Emmy is mm -hmm. super annoying to me. So you're mad. Just well, this? No, not just this. But you're mad at Bettina for saying that she would go in against you because she could beat you in a puzzle while you're acknowledging, acknowledging that you are bad at puzzles. So what do you expect her to want to do? <laughs> like, that's what I didn't understand. Like, wait, if you're saying that you're bad at puzzles, why would you be mad at her for saying that she would go against you in a puzzle? That's what makes sense. But she just loses it. She's like screaming and I don't even know. And I'm watching that thinking, is this real? Is she acting right now? Is she being like super extra? Is she actually upset? And I, and I quickly switched from caring to just being like, all right, can we just get through this already? Because this is mad annoying. Yeah, I didn't even pay attention to what Emmy was saying. Like, I, she lost me. Yeah. yeah. I, I also, I also like that when they came back from commercial break, it was just the next mm -hmm. day. <laughs> like they didn't. Like this is just more of the same. No one needs to see right? this. I think that it was a genuine reaction from mm -hmm. Emmy, which I find even worse. Like imagine having Emmy in your real life. Nope, I'm okay. It would be exhausting. You know, I have this later on, but when Emmy wins the elimination, mm -hmm. spoiler, she like screams and she's crying and she tells everyone she loves them and she dedicates it to her mom. Sheldon, Emmy showed more emotion in this episode than I've shown in a year. Like I, I've, I'm exhausted watching Emmy. I can't imagine having such big ups and downs. Like I am. I'm. It's my thick Scottish blood. I just, I find it embarrassing. I'm just surprised that people actually like want her around and want her on their team. Like she seems so annoying and also seems to be the person that, you know, cause we all know if your assumption of this is going to be a team elimination or a final, I should say, there's yeah. going to be twists and turns. And we all know a massive part yeah. of said final is how do you react when something doesn't go your way? And she doesn't really strike me as a person that's going to handle adversity well at all. So I don't know if I'd want to be partnered with her with a million dollars on the line. Like, I, I really honestly don't get it. But I guess CT thinks that she, he's like the Emmy whisperer or whatever. So I, see, I guess that's I got to say, I would, I, if I'm CT, I would rather to keep Amanda and Ashley together mm -hmm. and bank on them keeping each other focused and yep. sharp like it, to your point about the mental strain of being in an elimination or in a mm -hmm. final i think amanda and ashley would be better suited to keeping each other calm and level-headed mm -hmm. and then like as ct your job is to keep kyle on point yeah and i, I think i get it from ct's point of view like he's thinking that you know the physical aspect of it he needs more physicality from the women's side to match up with tori and casey right and because anything that's going to be physical they're going to dominate ashley and amanda so i i understand where he's coming from but it's still pretty weird but i will say the best move ct made emmy didn't even listen to because i thought ct's yeah. point 
was, well, listen, as long as you keep Bettina around, you'll never have to go in because there's another rookie there. So pick Amanda or Big mm-hmm. T, who you can also beat. And he also says that he thought Big T was probably the easiest person to go against, which I thought about that for a second. And I was like, I think he's right. But then I'm even more surprised that she didn't listen. Did you find that weird? Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised just because I don't think Emmy's a great listener. Fair. I think... So, I mean, we can skip yeah. ahead. We don't need to get into deliberation that much. Emmy gets voted mm-hmm. in. They go into elimination. Mm-hmm. It's bombs away. Emmy calls down Bettina. I am confident that Emmy called down Bettina because she was still upset from the night before from the club. Makes right? Sense. Like, Emmy is such an emotional person. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know, I'm sure that we have listeners that like Emmy. But just as people are super critical of Josh for being an emotional person and making emotional uh-huh. decisions, the same is true for Emmy. I don't disagree. Right? Like you you gotta you gotta be making logical choices here. And to your point, like C T gave her the path to success. Yeah. And like it worked out here, but I'm not I don't think it was the optimal choice. Yeah. No, for sure. I also I don't know that CT's logic is super sound. I know Casey and Tori are physically dominant. They're physically Mm -hmm. impressive, but they're not really well suited necessarily to finals, right? Like we've seen Casey, she's bad at math. She blew out her knee. Not good at puzzles. Tori, not great at math and puzzles. Not a great endurance person. Yeah, like that team is not built for a final. Right, like no. Josh is not, you know, a supreme athlete. We'll say, um, no. Josh, Devin, and uh, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, I guess, is a great yeah. athlete. Cool, um, but the puzzles. I guess Devin's there to handle the puzzles. Would be my guess. But but again, I think yeah. your point from the beginning is the best point. That there's no way that's going to be your team going into the final, anyways. So yeah, it's unlikely. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I, I will say of the P and it's funny that CT so down on his team by moments, but on paper, you want to run a final with Ashley as your partner. Mm-hmm. She is the most proven commodity as in finals mm-hmm. in terms of like partnering with a woman. If you're a man, and can do puzzles and it's her wins are not flukes. No, 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 not, not at all. She's good at endurance, she's good at running, and she's good at puzzles. Mm-hmm. She's pretty level-headed sometimes. Yeah. She can she can get into that space. Depends on who her partner is, and, I think. But yeah. Yeah. And Kyle is pretty consistently solid in finals, too. He's also built for endurance. Yeah. Not good at puzzles. Yeah. But, like, also doesn't get, like, mentally defeated. No, I agree. Like, I know it's annoying that he's always joking, but at least he doesn't get yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, give me someone who's laughing and smiling rather than someone who's like mentally crushed anytime. I'll be honest with you, I was crushed watching this elimination. It was not no, a good one. It was horrible, and the fact that they dragged it out for as long as they did, I was kind of like, I knew it was bad when they didn't really show Bettina for a long time. Right, like they kept showing yeah. Emmy. And then when, and I was like, okay, this is odd. I'm like, either Bettina's going to make a huge comeback 
or she's just doing so poorly that they don't want to show it. And it proved to be the latter. Because when they did show her, I mean, it was bad. Her rocket wasn't even coming close to any of the targets. When they showed the cutaway shots of Corey, like he just looked sad <laughs> watching like, you know, one of his allies go down in the house and everyone's rooting for Emmy. Like I just found it all very, very strange. And I don't even know if I understood why Emerald and Josh's team would be rooting so hard for Emmy to win either. Like, wouldn't you want, because if Bettina gave you the word, her word, right? All you can go on at this point is her word, right? But if she gave you her word that she's going to stay, then wouldn't you want her to win? Because she's obviously a weaker player. Yeah, I mean, I think they're rooting for Emmy because they have a working relationship with Emmy. Like throughout guess, that, like yeah. they had, they were sort of like they had a meeting with Emmy essentially, where they were like yeah. talking to and like trying to gas her up. And you know, they, I mean, you can say that they feel they can work with her. You could say that they can manipulate her. In any event, they feel like Emmy will work toward their mm -hmm. cause. No, that's fair. So. Emmy wins. She goes back to Uncle CT. I have to say, I think it's very funny that all the cast members now call him Uncle CT, at least when they're referring to his relationship with Emmy. Yeah. True. Um, CT's talking about how like he feels a lot more comfortable with his team. But the reality is, his team is four people now. Ruby has five. Emerald has six. Yeah. That's a problem. Like, yeah, well, it depends on what the next daily is going to be, right? Yeah, like you're banking real heavy on it being a puzzle, basically, yeah. uh -huh. right? Because any anything else, strength, headbanger, you know, I mean, you know what we haven't seen yet, actually? And this might be a mistake. We haven't seen trivia yet. True. You would have wanted Amanda for trivia rather than Emmy for trivia. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, right? Totally. Totally. Um, I never said my line of the episode. I will say, I'll say it now. We skipped over mm -hmm. it. But when they were saying the 500th mm -hmm. episode and Kyle quietly says, hey, CT, what was episode one like? That <laughs> is well played. Yeah. That's my favorite. It was well played. <laughs> it was well played. That kind of dry humor just kills me and like ashley lost it laughing which is also yeah. great uh who killed it for you this episode this is gonna sound messed up but i think we killed it as the viewer because they should have oh. made a better 500th episode than this one yeah um and it's just been such a weird season right like i feel like there's been really really good episodes and then there's been just like duds and by the time, and you know, this isn't necessarily the fault of, you know, production or whatever, because Bettina put up literally no fight at all. Like that's not production's fault. They can't control that. But at the end of the day, we're just viewers sitting down and watching. And I was like, nah, okay, cool. What's next? Yeah, I, I'm enjoying this season. I am. But you I am right. too. You're right that there's big ups and downs. And this episode was more toward the downside. Yeah. I um 
I'm also finding it hard each week this season. I'm having a really hard time picking the MVPs, which is, dare I say, the ultimate first world problem to be like, oh, I'm having such a hard time picking an MVP on my podcast with my friend about a reality TV show. But no one's like crushing it. You know, like I could make a case for Kyle, who I thought had some good one liners and like looks good in the daily it could well, make a case for amanda really who, you like, just don't want to pick emmy i mean there's no way I'm picking emmy. yeah um you know ct got what he wanted mm-hmm. amanda i guess got what yeah. she wanted she just didn't want to go yeah. in but you know like it's no one's there's no one where I'm like, oh, this person's running the game. Well, for sure. I think you know I think for I mean? Amanda, right? Like, she understands kind of what we were just saying. It's not like the Ruby team with Corey and Nelson is, like, horrible, right? Like, that's not no. a bad team at all. Corey, Nelson, Amanda, and Big T, and Logan. Like, that's not that bad of a team at all. It's not like that team is terrible. So, I don't know. And she has a pretty good relationship with those dudes. So, yeah, I mean great move by Amanda to avoid going in because again, that should be the goal avoid going into the elimination. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I still haven't named an MVP. Let's say I agree with you that it's us, the viewers. I will say it's, I'm interested that to me, we truly don't know who's going to win this season. Like it is, I'm not sure I've ever seen a season so wide open. So late. Right. And like part of it is we don't know what the format's going to be, but, but it goes beyond that. Right. Like among the men, I guess CT's the favorite. And I guess among the women, Ashley's the favorite. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I think, but it's wide open. It could just as easily be Corey, Nelson, Kyle. Yeah. Casey, Tori. Like it's Mm. agreed. I know it's intriguing. And that I like. So good for us. Uh, where can the people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander, on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander, and like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, and especially the YouTube page. You know, so you support, you can see our our yeah. beautiful faces. You know, all that fun stuff. But we appreciate however you, you can... listen. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jay Hill. And until next week, this was You Killed It. And I'll say it this time. A rare John occurrence. You killed it. I feel like that's a good I one. Approve.